Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. On today's show, we have Rosie Muggeridge, who talks about her career, inspirations growing up, and our massive league decider this coming Sunday with the visit of Montpellier Villas to the pilot field. Also on the show, we have triumphant Hollington manager Scott Price talking their big win and big things possibly in store for Hollington. And what's up with the Spurs? Finally, we have the returning Hastings United Independent Supporters Club chairman, Adam Smith, talking the upcoming AGM on the 3rd of June at the Pilot Field and a tonne of other events coming up for all you Hastings fans. Enjoy. And now over to Rosie Muggeridge. Rosie, lovely to try and speak to you again. We've had various technical difficulties, which are more than likely on my behalf, uh, which I do apologise. No worries. <laughs> we may or may not have said this before, but how did you get into football? Because, you know, being a no-nonsense sort of centre-half, tough tackler, who inspired you growing up? So, I'd like to say that I think I got into football because I am the youngest of four girls in my family. Um, my dad was a bit fed up and wanted a boy to play football. And I think when I along, I was dragged along to the games, regardless of whether I was boy or girl or whether I wanted to go. <laughs> um, but that got me into football. And like I said, I used to go and watch Chelsea games with my dad. So for me, someone like John Terry, um, you know, defender clattering players every week would be my inspiration, I think. Yeah, oh well, an absolute Chelsea legend. So, you, he was your inspiration. Uh, I heard that you put, you played for Southampton. I also heard that you, you actually made the final, reached the cup final with them. I mean, what sort of experience, what sort of experience was that? Yeah, so I, I mean, I joined Southampton, I was at uni there, so I joined while I was at uni. Great team to play for. Um, and we did very well. Yeah, never never fun to get to a cup final and not be not win. Um, but all good experiences and, you know, it's nice to have go to those sort of events and try and enjoy it. Obviously, disappointing if you don't get get the win. But, um, yeah, great team to play for. I really enjoyed my time there. Yeah, I mean, how long how long have you been playing for now, Rosie? Because, I, mean, I mean, that final, when was that? What? It must be 10 years ago now, probably, I would say. So I've been playing football since I was, like, really little, seven or eight. Yeah. Um, Played all the way up through until I was, well, I was at uni with Southampton, and then when I left uni, I sort of travelled a bit and got out of touch with football, I guess, a little bit. Mm. Um, played odd games here and there, but never really stayed with a team. Um, yeah. So it's nice now to be here a bit more settled and be part of a team again. Because after that, you moved to Dorking. I mean, yeah, what's so, what's that sort of experience like? Yeah, so Dorking was like my closest to home. So when I left uni, I sort of went back to my parents, and they were the team nearby. And again, I knew quite a few of the girls from before, so that was a good team to play for. Um, good laugh and, yeah, good team to play. And I'm just, I mean, I was just having fun. I didn't really take, I wasn't really doing football seriously or mm. anything like that, but it's just something to use up some of my time and enjoy it. And it was, yeah, good fun to play while I was, while I was around there. And I mean, this, this opportunity at Hastings, how did that come about? So I started work at school in Hastings where the Hastings ladies team have been training. So oh. when I was here, I noticed them on our, on our Astro and um, basically just strolled into the middle of a training session and asked if I could join. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and Billy was very nice to me and said, yeah, come along next week, uh, which I did. Um, and I'm very glad I did um, stroll through the middle of their training session. <laughs> um, 
but it's a great opportunity and like the club's doing great things for the women's game it's so nice to see having played for years and you know not always had those opportunities mm. um, I think what Hastings are doing now is is brilliant yeah no I know and I know from a fan's perspective I know that you know we've embraced it it's just been really good I mean it's been great fun it's been well attended I mean, that, that's another thing. I, I haven't really mentioned that. In terms of the, obviously, playing for Southampton, playing for Dorking, I mean, what sort of crowds were you getting there? I mean, to be honest, nothing like what we what, what we supposedly get at Hastings when COVID's not in the way. Yeah, we'd have a few people. When I was at Southampton, we got a lot of, like, the uni students come mm. along and watch games. But I still think back then it wasn't particularly big. We didn't get many people compared to now. Like, I think Hastings said they get a few hundred at their games when they're allowed which is very different to what it was, yeah, at Southampton and Dorking, to be honest. Well, it's nice to have that atmosphere, isn't it? I mean, I suppose at uni, that could be people just recovering from hangovers, so they're not going to raise their voices very loudly, are they? Yeah, people nursing, nursing <laughs> their voices on the sidelines a lot of the time. But, yeah, I mean, I because I've joined Hastings in the middle of a pandemic, I haven't really had a chance to experience the big crowd, so it'd be nice oh, to Oh, I forget. I forget you haven't yeah. seen the... Oh, OK. Yeah, so I've only, I mean, I only played for a few games because of everything stopping again. So it'll be, yeah, I'm excited to actually get a crowd in at some point, hopefully. Well, this moves on very nicely to, so we've got, we've got Super Sunday. We've got Super Sunday yeah. against the, uh, the Pretenders, Montpellier. Uh, I mean, I mean, you must, obviously, you, you're, what a stupid question. You're, you're, of course you're excited yeah, very excited. It's like a cup final, isn't it, basically? So, well, yeah, it is, isn't it? I mean, this whoever gets wins these, that's it, really, isn't it? It is, I think, yeah. The winner of this game's got the league, which we obviously want to do. I'm sure we will. But, yeah, it feels like it's a cup final, mm. um, Hopefully the sun will be out and we'll uh, have a good day. Well, I know that the bar is open that day. As long as we don't watch the game, we can attend the bar, as in fans. So, I mean, I know myself personally, I mean, I'll be at work, I work at the hospital, I will be having a cheeky lunch hour where I'm having a cup of tea and trying my best not to watch the game. Of course, yeah, yeah, sit in the bar not watching the game. Mm. Um, Beware of my shots, because I had one a few weeks ago that nearly knocked a few people out that um, weren't watching the game in the bar. So. Oh, love it. Well, then we maybe we need to watch it. <laughs> Just in case I get near the box again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know everyone is um, really looking forward to this, and uh, I mean, fingers crossed, touch wood. You know, it's 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 a good a good end to what has been a tough time for uh, everyone, and, and a stop start situation for obviously your team. I mean, is there anything you want to say to the fans? I mean, the fans, well, you haven't really seen them yet, have you? I mean, uh, oh, I you... Seen them. yeah, I'd like to meet the fans. You'd like to meet them. Obviously, he's a, a big, big promoter of of everything, and sometimes you know, you, you, you know, you think maybe he's overegging things. But that, that from what I've heard from the people that have watched it, there's a lot of lot of top quality in your team. At least, 
a division or two higher than than the level we are in, at least. I mean, do you feel that that's the case? Yeah, I think so. I think, um, like I said, we've got some quality players. I know we've, we've got to start down the leagues and work our way up, and it's been a bit frustrating having seasons that keep getting stopped and things like that. Yeah. Um, hopefully we're on the right track now, um, mm. because we certainly have players that are better than the league we're in. Mm. Um, so it would be nice to you know move up and start having a good challenge again. Well, Rosie, uh, I'll try and avoid I'll try and avoid your shots on Sunday. But if you do get me, then uh, they're tremendous and I'll give you full credit for that. No, listen, lovely uh, having your time and I will try my best not to watch, but watch at the same time just in case because obviously I'll fear for my life um, on Sunday. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Yeah, you take care, Rosie. And you. See ya. Bye-bye. And here's Hollington's league-winning manager, Scott Price. Alright, Chris, alright. Yeah, you're alright, mate. Right, so yeah, quick catch up with Scott Price, the victorious Hollington boss. Scott, what do you put your title win down to? Hard work. Yeah? Yeah, to be fair, the, uh, the six games were very hard work. Any, any particular highlight? Any, um, any games where the boys really showed it, you know, to get it over the line? isn't it? You know, if you don't put them away. Oh yeah, it is. I mean, you know, we we've been on receive at the other end of it where we've been under the caution, taking our chance. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it was hard. It was hard physically. It was hard mentally. It was hard mentally for me because I don't think we played the same lineup in any of the games. No, I know um, it did change a few times. Well, uh, not for a choice. Through mm. um, work commitments. Um, Family commitments, injuries, suspension. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't ideal from a manager's point of view. <laughs> it changed, it pretty much, I think everything changed on the Saturday morning. Oh really? I Blimey, mean, Scott. Yeah, I mean the Sydney game when we played down the pilot field. I think from the Friday night to kick off, I think there was five changes to the starting lineup. Oh blimey! Because of players dropping out. Oh, you'd be pulling your hair out, Scott, if you had me. Well, I'm not <laughs> I'd be pulling that out. Uh, that's 
one of those situations where, like I said to you before, no one's really, no one's really bugged for it. Mm. Because I think everyone just got so used to or getting carried away with being in lockdown. And then all of a sudden the words football springs to mind. Mm. You ask the players, you know, you ask for it, they all come back in the air. But only probably 60% of the squad actually were up for it. It's not mocking the players because they've had some had to work, some just haven't got the buzz back, didn't want to play football until next year. And it was just bizarre work. It was, it's, a, it's a very underrated league. I mean, a lot of people say it's media football, mid Sussex football, but there's some good teams there, some good players mm. in the league. It's, it was tough, very tough. I mean, if you look at some, even like the Forest Road game, I don't know if you was there. Mm. You know, on the pitch, we've got Jack Dixon on the pitch, Sam Crockwell on the pitch, Anthony Story on the pitch. You know, and even them three players, you know, we struggled to a 1 0 win. Yeah. <laughs> a very good side. Yeah, no, that. There's definitely a bit of quality in there. I mean, I know some, well, a few of the games I managed to get to, and it's you know, it, yeah, it was a lot of it was very even. Stevens, you know, it's only a little mistake here and a little bit of quality here. I mean, I think that was the difference really that we your, we your side, the lads, you know, they were given hundred percent. You know, everyone that was out there was hundred percent, but there was just that little bit of extra craft in there as well, which I think got got you over the line. That's what it comes down to. I mean, apart from the first game, I mean, I think we won the first game six nil. Yeah, but even that was a grind. It took us took us an hour before we got that second goal, and then the quality just showed. The Forest Road game again, a little bit of quality from mm. Crutt, Linfield away. That was a real tough game. You know, we we had a lot of players missing that game, with, and they were big physical sides who could throw the ball from halfway line into the box. Oh Jesus, really? You know, <laughs> I know, and our biggest player on the day was Jack Dixon. And to be fair to that day, he was unbelievable in the air. Won every header, and he, he got the winning goal with a header. You know, so that game, but just a little bit of quality. Mm. He's got us over the line. And the little bit of quality we needed against Balkan didn't happen. I mean, Jack was guilty of missing a few good chances. Mm. Matt McClain was, you know, good players who... But that's what all happens. Yeah. And then the Sydney game, Baylor, uh, again, another bit of quality. We didn't play particularly well, but the Willingham game, which it's a funny one, really, that one. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah, it was just, <laughs> I don't know, it was a bit of a, I thought we were a better team, we had to win. I mean, they literally scored with the last kick of the game, and it sort of like took everything, it's almost like anti-climate. Yeah, it was a funny thing. I mean, I, I had to rush back to work, but um, the, the uh, yeah, he ain't going to blow it until they score. <laughs> Do they score a goal? But I mean, they, I mean, they had a few chances, didn't they? But I mean, you, your lads, you'd think they'd have. You should have scored a few more your end, but you, you know, it's um, that's just the way it is, isn't it? I mean, it was one of those, it was one of those games where I went and watched the Balkan Forest Road game on Saturday, mm. and Forest Road absolutely hammered Balkan. It was a ridiculous, most one-sided final draw I've ever seen. So with, with that result, it, it meant we needed a point, which. In hindsight, I think I'd rather have needed three points. Yeah. Because as much as you try and drum into the players that, you know, just go and win the game, mm. you know, it's hard. It's hard to, as a player, you know, all the time it's nil-nil. They're thinking the back of their heads, you know, just one mistake, one 
one screamer, one dodgy back pass, and mm. all it takes to lose, to lose the league. But, no, I thought they'd done all right. I mean, yeah, they had a couple of chances, but, oh, I mean, how we never got three or four. Yeah, no, I, I bet I was able to take that sliding one. You know, when it, I don't know, who, I don't know who's on, who's on the end of it, but a lovely little goal yeah, that would have been. Oh, was it? And yeah, uh, would yeah, have been a lovely little goal. It was nice to see people yeah, I mean, down there, wasn't it? I mean, it was nice to everyone was dog walking, um, which was good. Yeah, oh yeah, it was. I mean, the that's the sort of crowds we get most of the days down there. Obviously, when you're allowed. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the biggest problem for me, football-wise, this year is. It's lacked. We've had a very unbalanced mm. side in these last few games. Yeah, even like Saturday on the bench, we've got like four centre halves on the bench. Yeah. You know, they can play. It's, that's how it's been. He's got nothing on the bench to change. I mean, I know that Emmanuel come on, done well. He did. Little, uh, yeah, he's a little. You'd be known as uh, Mr. Tinkerman, wouldn't you? You're the Ranieri now. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, we, look, at the end of the day, it's uh, whatever people say, it's over six games, what can't speak, can't write, and we're really yeah. champions. So yeah, absolutely. We'll well, yeah, m- moving on from that, obviously, I, I heard a few whispers at the game that, that in terms of promotion uh, and going up the leagues, is that a possibility, or is there a problem that because you ain't got floodlights that that can't happen? I mean, can you fill us in on that, Scott? ground itself as it stands is not compatible for senior football. Senior football means you have to have pitch needs to be bigger um, by I think it's ten metres, which if you I don't know if you walk around the pitch, you, it, it would probably have to go the other way around. Mm. It's it's a, it's a big area given. Don't get me wrong, it's a big area. Floodlights would be a problem where it's yeah. There is, there is an investor who was interested in building a 3G pitch on there with floodlights in the stadium, step five level. All right. Yeah, we have spoke to him. Whether it's feasible or not, probably not. There is another option. Obviously, um, we're still talking to Hastings United about Tarkil. Oh, okay, yeah. Obviously, it makes sense as if it does go ahead. It still is technically in Hollington. Mm. So, I know the council would like us to venture that way rather than try our own venture. Uh, but, but at the moment, there are talks. Um, very, we, there are very, there are positive talks with Hastings last week or the week before. Oh, good. But, at the same way, at the moment, it's talks. It's, you know, until... It makes sense on both levels. You know, Hastings need to feel pitches up there. Or you want to go senior football. Or the club wants to go senior football. So it doesn't take a scientist to work out what should happen. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, well, Scott, would that happen in time though? Or would those, I mean, like, because obviously like like this Tyrkill thing, that ain't going to be, you know, that'll be another year at least or something, wouldn't it? I mean, if that got agreed... It ain't going to get built in five minutes, is it? So, would you have time? Because, I mean, what, what sort of time limit have you got on whatever decision you and the club are making in terms of where you're going to be if you want to move up? Because you should. You're better than the level you're at. And you should you should go up the leagues. But equally, it has to be financially feasible and work for everyone, doesn't it? So Yeah, obviously, in the stands at the moment, we can't go up. So, yeah, I 
again, it's a decision I've got to take myself as well because as the manager, there's nothing, there's nothing else we can win. I mean, mm. at the moment, as it stands at the moment, we're the Sussex Cup holders and we're the Mid Sussex League holders. Yeah. And that is equivalent of winning the Premier League and the Champions League at our level of football. Mm. So whether I'm going to be here to see for I don't, I don't know. Something mm. I need to talk to the other management at the club, but. We were to have a break. I wouldn't leave the football club because I believe the football club needs pushing to do this. Mm. Whether it takes a year, two years, three years, I think it might be a case of just going through the motions maybe until it happens. I mean, like I say, the age, the age of the team at the moment is not, they're probably not going to be that team I've got at the moment, won't be on that pitch. Mm. 
Yeah. You're always honest, Scott. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I certainly hope someone uh, does that because I mean, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed the football, and and you should definitely be at a higher level. You know, you it's, it's and it's a shame that you can't be there at the Gibbons. Uh, you know, it ain't gonna work that way. But you know, whatever decision you you lot make, I mean, it's it's a pleasure to nip down there. Yeah, we've um actually we've got a charity game coming up on the 29th Oh, have you? Or... Yeah, against 1066 Specials, um, it's in aid of um, Roger Lee, who's the goalkeeping coach at Eastbourne Town, who died a couple of years ago, or last year. Oh, okay. He was my he was my goalkeeping coach at Rye. Yeah. Um, such a lovely bloke, and he's um he's, he, adop- he adopts he adopted a young lad called um, Kieran who plays 1066 Specials, and he um he wants to pl- he wants to have a charity game against Hollington. So, so I think a couple of these teachers. I think Don Clark is um, one of the, the um, teachers for him. Oh, nice. Okay, and that will that will be like yeah. the full the full team, um, if you can. Um, well, at the moment, it's going to be. I've, I've managed to get hold of a lot of X Y players like Josh Bellin, Liam Upton, Jack Dixon, uh, John Richardson, John O. Richardson. All right. Obviously. Those Hastings, yeah, try and get as many people who have played under Roger. I even actually asked Aggie, but he's um, he's away on holiday. Oh, is he? He's yeah. growing that hair out as well, isn't he? Bloody hell! <laughs> have you seen it? I think Hastings playing. I uh, haven't. I, uh, last, the only pictures I've seen, he's always got a hat on. Oh, is it? Oh, right. proper big old wavy hair now. But uh, Chesney Hawks, I might start calling him. Oh, I can't really say nothing about. <laughs> Oh, well, neither can I. I'm... <laughs> That's why we're at. No, oh, so what's that yeah, date? Yeah, so who's that? Oh, Pete. Oh, lovely. So what's that date again? What? 29th of May, so it's on a Saturday, 12 o'clock. And that's at the Gibbons? Yeah. Yeah, well, well, I'll definitely spread the word and in my own little way try and tell people about it. Um, and that is a charity game. I'm sure we, we'll all stick our hands in our pockets. Yeah, it's all, obviously, all for charities so, or... Um, but it's just, it'd be nice with the um, 1066 specials to have a, a game as well. Mm. For people that don't know who the 1066 specials are, tell me about them, Scott. They are a, um, a group of lads who obviously have um, troubles and learning difficulties. Yeah. So they're, uh, I think Duncan Nolan is in charge. He, uh, he runs them. And they're a fantastic group of lads. It's a fantastic charity. There's not a lot else to say about them, really. It's, it should be um, it should be a good day. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Oh, that's good. Well, I'll definitely promote that. And obviously, I hope you you and Holliton sort out. You know, you've obviously got a lot of thinking ahead of you. And I mean, I know that Tottenham position's open as well, Scott. If you you know you fancy moving up the leagues. What for Daniel Levy? Oh, come on, me. Talking about Spurs. I mean, I don't know if you're a massive fan of Jose. I mean, I, I, I'm a big fan of Jose. I'm some a bit biased, but. I just, what what's going on there, mate? What is going on? Well, the thing is, for my for my, my opinion only, I mean, I am a massive Spurs fan, and um, when when they appointed Jose, I was more it was more the fact for me that Tottenham Hotspur have got Jose Mourinho's manager. We are now at another level mm. because three four years ago they would never be able to appoint that sort of manager. Um, yeah. I don't like his style of football, mm. you know. But then I think to myself, obviously he hasn't got the players that he wants in there. 
to play maybe a bit more attacking football. Yeah. Trust him, maybe. I don't know. But the fact the fact he's got sacked tells me that I'm not spending money this summer. Yeah. Because Mourinho works with a budget, let's face it. He's not he's not a Pochettino, he's not gonna come in and coach players, make players better. He's a player he's a manager who comes in with I want him, I want him and I want him. Mm. And if you can do that, then yeah, great. But fortunately fan power again. And player power. Something's not right in the changing room. Yeah. And instead of getting a good five or six players, it's easier to get rid of a manager, isn't it? That's it. It's just a merry go round, isn't it? Dave, so I think the next manager will be someone like will be like a Pochettino who at, when he was at Southampton it'd be someone like Scott Parker or Graham Potter. Oh blimey, not Scott Parker! Bloody hell, mate! Come on, you do better than that, for Christ's sake! Like I said, end of day, Arsenal Wenger could take over Tottenham and I back in because I'm a Spurs fan. So it is what it is. <sighs> That's it's a strong. Thing. That was a strong statement there, Scott. Well, you would say a few years ago, you would have, well, I don't know, it's a funny old time now, isn't it? There is a lot of money at Leicester now, but Leicester, you know, they've all, they're a middling club, I mean, they're not, people might, well, my, my, my relatives that live up there might disagree with me, but they've not got much history, you know, they're not, they're, so, because compared to Spurs, you think you'd bite your, hand, bite, bite your hand off, but obviously with the Levy sort of situation, you might be quite mindful of going there. Well, Leicester are, I mean, Leicester have won the league in the last few years. Yeah, I know, I know. You, you, would, you would think Spurs, you would say Spurs were a bigger club than Leicester. Yeah. Um, he would get, he would probably get back more financially at Tottenham and he'd probably get more wages at Tottenham. But it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean nothing, does it? Yeah. And yeah, if there's unrested, you'd, you'd say, if there's unrest in that dressing room as well, it's like, do you need it? Do you know what I mean? It's that 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 team that that team does need a bit of a clear. I mean, it looks like Harry Kane's off, and then it's just like, I mean, you take him out of the Spurs team, and you just you I just. I don't think he will go. Do you think he's not going to go? Okay. No, I don't. I don't think no one can afford him. The only team that could probably afford him is Man City, and I just do not think Levy will send him to an English club. I really don't. Mm. Yeah. He's not dealing with a normal chairman, the Levy. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'd like someone like Sean Dice to come in and just kick their asses. Yeah, but it's, it's, come on, mate. It's the, we, Scott, we live in the snowflake era, mate. There's none of that. They'll be all be on the Twitter. Oh, he's been mean to me and all that crap. And, and you know what they're like. It, oh, I've been, you know, it's different. I, I can't, I'm, I can't, like, all the great managers of the, of the like, you think of the Cluffies and all that, they wouldn't stand two minutes now. Do you know what I mean? It's just, you know, he said a nasty word to me and all that. I mean, to be fair, we've actually been quite lucky at Hollington. I mean, obviously, Tomo, who works with me, mm. he's, he's still very old school, Tomo. Yeah, I heard. I think, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think they need it. I yeah. think players need it. And, you know, in the, when we played Sydney down at the pilot field, I mean, it was it was like sitting in the change room with Dean White. <laughs> Luckily enough, players can, some players can adapt to it. And, and I, was, I was one I was one of them. That mm. I, I could take a ball again. I didn't sell, I could just go on with it. Mm. 
I'd never asked a manager back. Didn't even didn't even have to like your manager, but you respected managers. Mm. You know, but now it's oh god, you bet, you know, you've only got to leave a player on the subs bench, and you know we we we're on the league one day, and I've got players talking mm. because I didn't play. Uh. Seriously. <laughs> Oh, to be a manager, eh? No, I won't recommend it. <laughs> well, you're doing no, a good job, Scott. You won. You won the league, mate. Yeah, we did. And I'm just about getting over the hangover now. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, Scott, it's an absolute, absolute pleasure talking to you, mate. And uh, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll get you on just before and maybe we can get someone on from 1066 as well, you know, to big this game up, mention it. Yeah, Yeah, right. and... Um, yeah, because it's all for a good cause. Anyway, look, you take care, fella, and have a good day. And here's HUISC Chairman Adam Smith. I have the distinct honour and privilege of having the wonderful, uh, the Chairman Mao, if you will, of Hastings United Independent Supporters Club, the lovely Adam Smith. Uh, hello, Adam. Hi, Chris. Thank you for having me. Well, we've, we've only just met. Um <laughs> The, uh, COVID safe, obviously. Oh, there you go. And Adams, um, I'm really happy for him to come on the podcast and talk about this and talk about these events that are coming up. So first of all, Adam, um, there's lots yes. of events coming up, sir. So please talk about them. Um, so first coming up, oddly as one of the first events that we're putting on is actually our end of year AGM, which is going to take place on Thursday, the 3rd of June. 7 p.m. at the Pilot Bar. Splendid. Will there be alcohol? There will be alcohol. Oh, that's very good. And, and you could also vote us all off. So whoever comes, it could be a hostile takeover. It could be. I mean, that's mm. it. And that's why we want as many of our members to come along and sort of tell us what they want from Supporters Club. I know the last year has been a bit rubbish, really, and we haven't been able to do everything we want to do. But... We want to hear from our members of what you expect of us going forward into the new season. Absolutely. No, very good words there, Adam. So that that's going to be... Do you, do, have we got any idea on limits on um, space and that? I mean, I know a lot of people are going to ask the question about, is it going to be like a rule of six thing? Is it going to be... Have, is there any limit on numbers? Um, chatting with uh, Sam at the bar and Joe with the events, they don't know exactly what's going to happen yet, what's going to change with the rules on the 17th of May. So what we expect is there's going to be a limit on numbers with the rule of six on the tables. But that's just a guess at the moment, but that's all we know. But what we do, we want as many people to come along. We want everyone to sign up, say you want to come, and then we will work it around what we can do. Oh, excellent. Oh, brilliant. And, uh, yeah, I mean, anything where we talk to fellow fans over a few beers um, and, you know, all of this stuff, it, it, you know, we all love Hastings United. We all um, want the best. We all want to arrange loads of things for our supporters. I would love as many people to get involved as they can. What would you what do you want out of the members? What Someone comes along, they join. What What would you want them to do? Well, ultimately, we are here to help our fans, our members, enjoy their day out at Hastings United. So it's not something that you, you come along, you sit there, it's a, a cold committee, and you just 
can't really ask us to do stuff. We're just doing what we want. We want ideas from everyone. You know, if you think, oh, come to the ground every week, I really wish I could do this or the football club did that. We just want to hear about it. Mm. It's all going to be relaxed, this AGM, although we will run it officially. It is ultimately, like Chris has said, a chat with some mates over a beer about Hastings United. Mm. Very nice. Yep. Well, you've sold me on that. I'll be there. Good, good. The beer sold you, to be honest. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah. Um, Anything to facilitate that. No, um, no, it's great. And and obviously, you know, we we want as many people there as possible. And and we're going to bug all of you who listen to the podcast, who have the Twitter, who are on the Facebook. But now the next thing. So we're moving on from that. So just after the AGM, Adam, we have a big a big thing going on after that, and that is we have the tile kiln walk. Please so s- Saturday, the fifth of June, starting at three pm. We are planning. Well, we're planning. We're doing it. We're Whether doing it's it. just us committee members, or, or hopefully many many fans as well, we are planning to walk from Hastings United's current home at the pilot field all the way to the proposed new home at Tilekill. Mm. And in this walk, everyone's going to be in Hastings colours. We're going to have flags. We've, ordered, we've already ordered a few excellent flags, haven't we, Adam? We have indeed. Full of colour. For those that can't uh, do that, because it's a fair walk, for those that can't do that walk completely, we're going to have stages for them to uh, to either be picked up or be drove drove straight there. Oh, oh, actually, I'm stealing your thunder here. Carry on, please, Adam. Go on. I'm stealing your. No, thunder. no, it's fine. It's uh, as Chris says. We're gonna we're gonna let everyone know the route we're gonna take, and we're gonna give people approximate times that we were gonna pass these little checkpoints. Um, it's not gonna be fast. We we we're not doing a race. And it's almost the slower we go, the more the town will see us. Mm. And we want to, A, promote Hastings United in the community, B, promote the supporters club in the community, and C, make everyone aware that Hastings United are moving house. And hopefully let everyone that's got a decision on whether the proposed move happens See, look, hang on, Hastings are serious about this. It's not just the football club wanting to have a brand new stadium. The fans want it as well. Mm. So, yeah, whether you start at the beginning with us, whether you join us halfway through, or even if you just meet us there at the end, it doesn't matter. We just want to get as many Hastings United fans in as many Hastings United kits at Tile Kiln on a Saturday afternoon. So we can all have a, a good laugh and look around what could be in the future. Yeah. Or what will be. Well, yeah, well, what will be. Come on. Come on. Yeah. So those yeah. decisions coming up a few weeks after this. We've yeah. Got, uh, we're going to do a big picnic. Uh, we're also, for depending on numbers, we're going to try and have a little kick around. We're going to have the local papers involved. Um it's, it's, it's bloody excellent. I mean, this is a great community thing that's that's happening. It's not just about Hastings United. There's, uh, you know, there's tons of different pitches that 
um social social stuff that can be done there at this time kiln um you know it's uh, it just i mean anyone that loves hastings knows we we need more facilities and this is just a grand opportunity to yeah just, definitely just, just raise the bar for the town and and like you say right one, once we get there saturday evening you know like we'll have a kick about bring a picnic along it's just going to be a good fun mm. night that as we're we're exiting all this lockdown and all these rules, we can start to feel a bit more normal with something football related. Yeah. No, no, no. So please, please, as many of you, as many of you buggers come along, you can throw abuse at me. You can do whatever you like, but it's going to be noisy, uh, full of colour, and hopefully we can drag. Um, I'm, you know, I've been twisting a few arms. We might be able to drag a few players along with us, so it'll be. You know, even if it's just a, a little natter with the players, uh, it's a good piece of fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, obviously, as it gets closer to it, we're going to let all the, the members know what we're doing, when we're doing, and all the full details. But obviously, you know, although this is a supporters club event, we want as many people there as we can. You know, don't feel because you're not a supporters club member, you can't do something like this. Oh yeah, the supporters absolutely. club is is here for Hastings United and to yeah. serve the Hastings United fans. So let's let's all get behind it. Absolutely. So yeah. So in in terms of any of this stuff, Adam, I mean, so how do we find out about it? Right. So like I say, members will get a personal email, phone call, depending how we communicate with you. But for the rest of the Hastings, Hastings United fan base. Um, we've got the Independent Supporters Club Twitter that a lot will go on. We'll obviously put bits on the Hastings United fans page. But for the full in-depth details of everything that's going to go on, you need to visit our Hastings United Supporters Club website, which is husupporters.club. That will be the, uh, the best place to get the full details of all the events that we're putting on and you know, specifically the walk and the times and things like that. Oh, great stuff. Great stuff. Right. So, oh my God, Adam, that, that's a load of things. Is there anything else? Well, going into the new season mm. with the Supporters Club, we have been asked by Worthing, or we've been challenged, I suppose, Worthing Supporters Club versus Hastings United Supporters Club in a football match. Oh, excellent. And when's that? Uh, it's provisionally booked for Saturday the 26th of June. It will take place at Worthing's ground, mainly oh. because they've got a 3G pitch and it can happen, whereas the pilot field will be ripped up and new pitch being put down around that time. Um, it's in very early stages at the moment, but it's something that we definitely want to do. I mean, as we progress with the details, obviously keep on the website, we'll keep you up to date with it, but we will be looking how we're all going to get there. Cause it's not just a case of popping down the road. Mm. You know, if there's a, a big take up on it, when can sort out mini buses, things like that. But the important thing with this again, although it's a supporters club event, we want as many fans to be involved as we can. You know, if, if you're a Hastings United fan and you love kicking a ball around, get in touch with us. Cause we, you know, we'd love you. We'd love to have you play. And obviously, oh, once we get a few more details in place, 
then we can arrange little kickabouts before, because we can't just rock up on the day and expect to uh, play a football match. You know, we arrange little kickabouts in the park or wherever, so we can see see what we got really. Yeah, but I think it's it's something that hasn't been done for a while as Hastings United, to my knowledge. So it'd be nice to actually the supporters club have have sorted something that all the fans can do. Well, yeah, and I know. I mean, going forward, I know that maybe we can look at, um, you know, if we need to hire pitches and stuff like that. If if we get a good take up, I mean, the whole point of all this is it's a social. It's good for you because running around like a headless chicken. I'm just talking about myself now. Running around a headless chicken is good for you, but also it's it's bloody good fun, and um, you know, and and it's all in aid of Hastings United. Because we can't let bloody Worthing win. I mean, come on. No. Yeah. No, definitely not. And um, you know, we, we've got to avenge the um, the narrow defeat suffered to them last season. Yeah. Well, so if we can do that as fans, then that'll be good. Well, yeah, and then the onus goes on uh, the actual the actual proper team, then, doesn't it? And also, in terms of this t- the, the team, this is open to anyone. Yeah, that's fans, yes. men, men or women. It's men, it's, women. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I don't know about small children. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know. And that's maybe maybe they go on the, each other's shoulders. That might work. Um, well, we we need fans. So small children in the stands cheering us on. Yes. That will definitely help. So yeah, that, uh, well, that's excellent. I mean, what what more can we ask for? Um, so, so and that's it. And that that's only the start of it. I mean, that's. That's effectively event one of the new season of the supporters club within the first month. Excellent. You know, and that's, that's, that's a good start to the year. Absolutely. So that's, again, we go back to the AGM. AGM, fans come along. Yep. Don't moan on Twitter or Facebook that nothing's happening. Come along and moan at me, moan at Adam, moan at anyone else. We're all there to be moaned at as long as it leads to activity. Yeah, if it leads to activity, we might want to make this. We want to make the supporters club bigger. We want to do loads of things for the fans. It's it's not about it's not about us. It's about everyone. So please come along. That's and, it. And yeah, and on. when we when we send out the um, official letter to all our members about the AGM, there is an option on there if you have got something to to offer. Or if you've got an idea, we ask you to write it down if you can't attend on the night. We also ask if you want to join the committee, if mm. you want to be one of us, then again, you can reply to the email and say, look, you wish to stand and we'll see what we can do. And, yeah. you know, we ultimately want to to bridge the, the spectrum of all the Hastings United fans. You know, we don't just want all the young ones, don't just want all the old ones. We want a bit of everything on the committee so we know that we're offering something to everyone. Even the main stand. Even the main stand. <laughs> uh, you know, I like to get a bit of heat. Right. Well, that's brilliant, Adam. Uh, thanks for your time, mate. And um, yeah, let's crack on this. Let's crack on with this. Definitely. I mean, and this, although we haven't done a lot of Supporters Club stuff on the podcast throughout this year, the way we are starting this year, I'd, I'm going to be on the podcast every month, I think, yeah, you are, with mate. new ideas, you are. new things that are going to happen. And and that's it, you know, just watch this space because it was a tough year last year. 
But next year with the supporters club is, is going to be way, way different, way, way better. Lots more going on because we're going to be able to do it. Exactly. Loads, loads, loads of things happening. Also on the pitch, no interruptions because of COVID. So that means we're getting promoted. The women are getting promoted again as well. So it's just, just all around. It's excellent stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's something to really look forward to. You know, we, we've gone through all this rubbish and now, you know, it, we're nearly at the end and we've got some things to look forward to. Anyway, thank you very much for that, Adam. Not a problem, Chris, anytime. Yeah, and uh, I will be seeing you very soon. Yes, indeed. You take care. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Well, that's it for another episode, Use fans. And as ever, I'd love you to leave feedback or if you have any suggestions at all on all the usual forums. We have at HUFC Podcast on Twitter. The email is hufcpod at gmail.com. The website is husupporters.club. And if that wasn't enough, I've got a YouTube, Sussex by the Sea podcast, shock a block full of video interviews and old episodes. If you can leave a comment or a like, it'd be really appreciated. But please subscribe, it's all free. All that's left for me to say is I've been your host, Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good couple of weeks and see you at the game. I'll be there with the team pretending I'm not watching. <laughs>